for The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Dudici. You're listening to Daybreak. The United States remains gripped by uncertainty, as it's still unclear who will occupy the Oval Office on Inauguration Day. It's Thursday, November 5th. Most of what we reported in last night's special episode holds true this morning. The winner of the presidential election is still unclear at this time, with the states of Georgia, Nevada, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania remaining uncalled as of 2.30 this morning. Wisconsin and Michigan were two Midwestern states key to Trump's victory in 2016. They were called in Joe Biden's favor yesterday evening. This leaves Biden with either 253 or 264 electoral votes to Trump's 214. Some sources have called Arizona and its 11 votes for Biden, while others have left it too close to call, as his lead narrowed over the course of the day yesterday. Results are expected from that state throughout the course of this morning. As of 2.30 this morning, Biden is leading in Nevada, but by an incredibly slim 8,000 votes. Look for further results today around noon. In further good news for the former vice president, he retains a strong lead in the national popular vote and broke the record for the most votes received by a presidential candidate previously set by Obama in 2008. President Trump and his team turned to Twitter in an attempt to shape the narrative surrounding the election, with the president falsely claiming victory in Pennsylvania, Georgia, and North Carolina. Other members of the president's inner circle joined in. Twitter quickly flagged the tweets as inaccurate, as no voting officials in the states included in Trump's tweet have certified results, nor have any major news organizations called them for Trump. Beyond the president's tweets, the Trump campaign has also taken concrete legal action by filing lawsuits in Pennsylvania and Michigan in order to set a foundation for contesting results in those states. The Trump campaign's lawsuits claim campaign observers have not been given proper access to ballot processing facilities, a claim which seems to be false. The Associated Press reported observing poll watchers from both campaigns at one of the Michigan locations in contention in the lawsuit. While the Biden campaign has not yet officially responded to the lawsuits, Biden's campaign manager stated the campaign's lawyers were prepared for any challenges in an email to supporters on Wednesday morning. Interestingly, American financial markets seem unfazed by the turbulence surrounding the nation's future, recording a third straight day of gains. The S&P 500 ended 2.2% higher yesterday, while the tech-heavy Nasdaq index rose almost 4%. In other ballot headlines, California voters have passed Proposition 22, allowing companies such as Uber and Lyft to consider their freelance drivers as contractors, not employees. As contractors, these drivers are not entitled to typical employee benefits such as minimum earnings. The passing of Prop 22, with over 58% of the counted vote, suggests that legislation guaranteeing these labor rights to gig economy workers may not be successful across the country. Oregon has become the first U.S. state to decriminalize hard drugs such as heroin and cocaine. People caught possessing such substances will now be subject to either a fine or a health check at an addiction recovery center. Four other states, including New Jersey, passed ballots legalizing marijuana. In world news, Ethiopia's Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed has ordered a military offensive after an army base was taken over in the northernmost region of the country by forces loyal to the regional government. The national government has also cut off access to electricity, telephone, and internet services in the region. Denmark is preparing to cull around 17 million mink after a mutated strain of COVID-19 was detected on mink farms. This leads to concerns that the effectiveness of a future vaccine could be lessened. And in the U.S., coronavirus cases continue to rise, with the number of new cases per day topping 100,000 for the first time. Exit polls suggest that voters more concerned with the trajectory of the virus broke heavily for Biden in Tuesday's election. Those more concerned about the economic effects of another lockdown were more likely to vote for the current president. That's all for Daybreak Today. 
Today's episode was written by David Maluski and Eli Costa, and produced under the 144th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Didici. Have a wonderful day.